Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyren. The green and yellow flames of the bulbs are unmistakable. They are vastly powerful sources of magical energy and, as we learned from the Hollow Queen, the souls of all creatures are connected to them. The only exception being the vacant, as those people seem to be merely bodies with no soul. The true potential of the bulbs is unknown, but this blue flame before you is no bulb. The nondescript body within is intended to act as a host for a soul, specifically M. Ikiri is bubbling with anticipation at the prospect, while Mistress Sangal beams with subtle pride in her work. The form is still to be set, but more importantly, the decision to go along with this whole thing has yet to be made. The gentle warmth of the blue flame pulses and radiates throughout the room. What do you do? Iolana is physically restraining herself from running up and poking and prodding at this thing. Because <laughs> she's fascinated by it. She's staring at it like like literally like a deer in headlights. Mm-hmm. I should mention, in addition to the giant blue flame with a body inside, the rest of the room is set up very much like a magical workshop. So it's not just that, but that is certainly the focus. And it is definitely the first thing everybody sees. So Ilana is focused on this. Let's just say hyper-focused. What about other people? Darvin, Aranis, Vale? Uh, Aranis has about 12 things on his plate at the moment. Um, not even really sure how to address like a single one of them <laughs> in this moment, right? Because, you know... There's like M and then there's like demigod in my head. And then there's this whole new thing with Mistress Sangal. And there's like, hmm. Oh, yes. Let's not forget about Cade Mandeville, the demigod of the land who. Yes. You made a deal with. Yes. Because I feel like I feel like there surely has to be a way for me to end up with like exactly what i want out of this situation (laughs) but i'm Mm -hmm. gonna fuck it up (laughs) 
if history is any indication that is on right. the table. Because, like, theoretically, theoretically, if we do it right, I could get Mistress Sangal to to change her allegiance and give me access to the workshop so that I could give Kate a body and then I wouldn't lose M. Theoretically. But I don't th- I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> the body they've already made even for M, right? It's just a body. It, right now it's very much a blank slate body. Like it's not even specifically human or elven or dwarven or, you know, tiefling or halfling or plant or anything. It's um yeah, it is really just waiting for it's waiting for a soul to give it life and it's waiting for instruction to give it form. Just has the general silhouette of a body right now. It's all very much a state of magical flux. Okay. Remind me, Ikiri is in the room with us, right? He's here. As is Mr. Singal. Right. Everybody's here. See, this is the problem. Because if it was... How do I get him out of the room without handing over my loot? Well, as we discovered before, he does not know how to make M sing. That's true, because he... Yeah. Hmm. My God, I'm I'm literally stumped. And I honestly have been thinking about what to do for like two weeks. And I like haven't come up with anything. Um because I like I'm in the perfect situation. Like this is the perfect set of circumstances for me to get things I want. I have no idea how to do it. Well, if you decide which thing you want to do first, we can get to the how. I feel like the first thing to do is find a way to talk to Mr. Sangal. Well, she's right here in the room. Well, but the problem is Akiri's here too. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if I can make him bored enough to leave. <laughs> oh, like if I start kind of talking like technical magic stuff with her, if he'll just like get bored and leave. Cause I feel like that's the first thing to address is see if we can get her to like cut off allegiance to him Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then just kind of go from there because i feel like if that goes south then like nothing else is going to work anyway so okay um instead of boring him to death i'm just going to be direct sorry that i've like wasted like five and a half minutes of everybody's time talking that out (laughs) (laughs) um so at an impasse right now ikiri i've got some i've got some like technical boring like magic questions to ask mr sangal here um do you mind like giving us some time to do that before we kind of let you know our decision oh well of course you can have as much time as you need as i've explained arnis you and your friends are welcome to stay here as long as you like you can retire here with me so if you just need a few moments to speak with my companion you may have them. He just, uh, he, he sits down in the corner, finds a chair, and he sits down. I was not specific enough in my request. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna play stupid. Oh, Akiri. Um, so what I really need is... Like, I need a few minutes alone with Mistress Sangal. Okay. Roll persuasion. Yeah. I was wondering why you didn't have me roll the first time, and I was like, oh, man, I fucked it up already. Because all you asked us for was time, and... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's got that in spades. Oh, 
It's going to be a good night, guys. Mm-hmm. 26. Damn. Oh, the, the positive kind of good night. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like an actual good night. Not like, oh, man, I crit failed on the first roll. Not like that other night. Okay. 26, 26, 26. Okay. Very well, Arnis. If you need time alone with Mistress Sangal, would you like to stay here and discuss the matter with her? Yeah, that would be that would be best, I think. Okay. Um, oh, I had forgotten. Chris, one of your characters is going as Kara right now, aren't they? Uh, yeah, that would be Iolana. Okay, that's what I thought. What? Iolana's going around as Kara because she's like in disguise. She's wearing like veils, cowl, <laughs> and gloves and everything because she doesn't want them to oh, know right, she's Iolana. Right, right, that's right. That's right. Because your dad, who is not here, he's in the capital, right? We learned that. Yes, we okay. discovered that too. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. We sure did. Okay. Ikiri turns to the rest of the group. Darwin, Vale, Kara, we should give them their privacy. I can offer you any sort of refreshments or comforts that you wish. They are going to look to Arnis for like confirmation. Is this okay? And Arnis is just going to like give a nod like, yeah, it's fine. And Vale will go and stand like just directly on the other side of the door like a guard. No, nah, I'm good. I'll chill here. But says nothing. Literally just like takes up a position leaning against the wall. All right. What about Darvin? What about Ilana? Same. I'm good. I'll stay. You'll stay in the hall or you'll stay in the room? I'll stay in the hall. Okay. It's fine. Eo? Ilana's going to follow suit. Mm-hmm. We'll take a moment. Uh, give me one second. I'll pull out my binder because they're going to try and eavesdrop just a little. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, they are. By all means, the time to pull shit is now. I mean, it's always, but it's a perfectly good moment for it. Just very simply going to activate her nomadic mind psychic focus to give herself. um, Oh, no, never mind. I already have proficiency in perception, so I'm just going to try and listen in from the other side of the door. But not like, obviously, I'm not leaning on the door with a cup. (laughs) But just kind of sitting (laughs) sitting next to it. Ears perked, if you will. Mm-hmm. Ikiri will join you all in the hall, and then when you, when everybody stops, just right outside the door, he looks a little disappointed, and he's just like, "Oh, I, I thought we were going to go enjoy ourselves. Trust me, Arnis is perfectly safe in there." <laughs> that was Shannon laughing, not Arnis. Right. right. Though internally, he's like, oh my god. (laughs) But if you wish to stay near your friend, I can certainly have refreshments come to us. (laughs) If you would care for anything. I I, I think we're okay, but thank you. All right. All right. The other two are pretty stoic, so they're not going to say much. Well, in that case, Ikiri is going to summon up a couple of plant guards to come by. He's going to instruct them to bring him a chair. Dude always needs a chair and a bottle of wine and a few glasses in case anybody changes their mind. And the two plant guards will stand by his side. So the three of you are out there with the three of them. The two plant creatures are a little bit smaller than the rest of you, at least in height. They've got very bark-like legs, looser, bendier torsos and arms. And can you see their weapons? Um, Yeah, you can kind of see their weapons. Rather than having like a sword or anything at their side, 
you just see built into their arms, just part of their plant structure. Looks like a very sharpened edge of growth. And they will stand blankly at Akiri's side and stare at the three of you. Back inside, Mr. Sangal closes the door, leaving just Arnis and her alone. She looks at you expectantly. Okay, before I say anything, in my head, I would like to think, uh, Cade, I'm really sorry if this ends up getting me killed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, He's going to respond back. Same here. I don't know what would <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen if you die and I'm still in here. Yeah, me neither. So here's hoping. Fingers crossed. This fucking marks. Okay. All right. I don't have this letter in front of me to be able to specifically like reference actual parts of it. I think if you wanted to, you could have asked to have it go into the room that we can write. I'm fine with retconning that. Um, Darwin has it. Do you, I was going to ask. I don't remember who had it when we left off. Oh, do you no, I gave it to Vale, right? Oh, then Vale could have slipped it to you when they were leaving the room. Okay. Do we, do we want to try to do that? No, 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 no. It's too early to get in trouble. <laughs> vale, if you wanted to have palmed this off to Aranis while you were leaving, that's fine. It's too early to get... Oh, God, we're all going to die. Um. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to be cocky, but sleight of hand is also one of my trained skills, so I would have gotten... I, it. Yeah, I'm very well aware. Plus, like, Vale is the rogue, and I think just palming something off in a very low-stakes scenario, not a problem. Mr. Sengal. I was going to try to do this really artfully, but I am... Painfully aware how out of my depth I am here. I, I don't can explain travel. This oh, I I don't travel in these circles, and um, I don't know what protocol is, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Um, so I'm gonna be a little awkward and maybe a little blunt. That's quite all right. I don't expect you to understand all of this that's around you. It's Magic of my own creation. Oh, oh, I, you absolutely misunderstand me, though I am certain that you're right about not understanding what you're doing here. Um, what I mean is I am unfamiliar with the politics of the circles of people that you run in. Like, I don't know if it's appropriate for me to just be asking you if you're familiar with certain people or not, but I'm going to do it. Uh, because the conversation's only going to get more awkward from there. Okay. So, her eyes narrow slightly, and she shifts in her stance. Hmm. Do you know a person by the name of Mavic Tribeless? Of course. Are you aware of his current circumstances? Hmm. Hey, Arnis, roll me persuasion again. Twenty-nine. Hmm. I believe he's down in Southern Sarakar at the moment. Are you are you aware of the condition of his what did he call it? Companion? <laughs> um Wingwin. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's a condition afflicting many people. RNS. Okay. It it's really awkward for me to be more informed than you. 
Uh, I feel like this can't possibly happen really ever. I doubt that you are, but by all means, explain yourself. No, I mean in this literally one case. Um, <laughs> I don't mean in anything else. Um, Mavic has been in touch with us um, through, I suppose, an intermediary to say that he is in the market for a new companion. That makes sense. And he's asked one of you to join him. Not surprised. You all have potential. Well, from what it sounds like, um, it would seem, to use my own terms here, that, from what we gathered, that Mavic's star is a bit on the rise in your circle. He is an ambitious one, yes. And so, bringing in an entirely unknown companion didn't seem like it was going to suit his purposes. And? This is where things get awkward. He wants you. I'm sure. There's a slight look of shock in her face, and she does her best to hide it, but being a bard, you know how to read faces fairly well. I'm sure he knows that a companion can't be in the employ of two members of our organization. Okay, before I give my response, I just want to make sure. In that letter we read, was there anything in there that said, I do not hand this letter over to Mistress Sengal? It specifically said to do oh, hand show it, her, but only if she agrees, because it does say in it, if she doesn't agree, kill her and Akiri. Okay, well, I was going to hand it to her to convince her, but... Mm-hmm. Well, Maybe but I suppose showing her the plan to kill her if she doesn't agree. I mean, that's right, a bold move. Right. I'm not going to say don't do it. But... No, no, no. I forgot that part was in there, which is why I <laughs> wanted to make sure that out of character, I asked the question before I just like, maybe you should just read it for yourself. That is a power move. But... Right. I'm not going <laughs> to do, do that. You do that's, you. That's not a thing. <laughs> um, we should have come up with like a like a code word that I should <laughs> shout if everything went wrong. Like, like a safe word. Yeah, like pineapple or something weird. <laughs> like, Okay, so Aranus. Okay. I'm sure he's aware that a companion can't serve two members of our organization. Um, he is. Um, he clearly would have more insight about this than I do, being completely unfamiliar with how you all work. But according to Mavic, Ikiri has lost touch with what is best for the glamour. And Mavic believes that it's well past time that Ikiri relinquish his power. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. I don't, I like, I am so out of my depth here, but I'm also aware that like, I'm literally the only one that can probably have this conversation and not immediately get punched. Hmm. <laughs> oh, Arnis, being all truthful and open. I like it. I just, I mean, like, I, I haven't the faintest idea of what is going on here. Like, not even a little bit of a clue, which means that I also don't know enough to know that I should lie. No, that's fair. And that's, <laughs> I'm also not saying you should lie. Um, <laughs> or to know that I should, like, bend truths. Because I think even just saying that, like, like Ikiri doesn't know what's best for the glamour is like ugh, it's skirting. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so Mistress Sengal, 
Ikiri has been taking care of me for decades, and I've been taking care of him in return. The direction that the glamour goes in, one way or another, is not my primary concern. Surely you know that what Mavic suggests is almost a form of mutiny, and could get him in a lot of trouble if that information were to get out of this room. Knowing all that, what's in it for me? Is that in the letter? I've got the letter up now. Let me oh. see. Oh, I ask, I ask that you convince Mistress Singal to switch her allegiance to me and she make her first act as my companion to end Akiri's life. That level of fact hasn't been brought up yet. Um, she would see more success and less time spent covering up infidelities and obsessions should she work for me. There we go. Okay. Let's start there before I just go to the straight up threat. <laughs> uh, because yes, she has had to cover up. Well, she's had to deal with his obsession with M, but she has had to cover up things like, Hey, we had to get rid of that person that Akiri knocked up because oh, they're terrible shit. people. Oh shit. Well, that happened back in the first Glamour episode. Yeah, but still. Yeah, that's anyway. not something you know about. Mavic knows about. It's not in this letter. Right. But yeah. Um, okay. What's in it for you? Mavic suggested that you might have more time to actually focus on being a companion when you weren't spending so much time covering up indiscretions, obsessions, and infidelities mm -hmm. and what else you're gonna make me do this aren't you scott <laughs> you're gonna make me do it no she's still just asking what else is in it for her she understands that part but that's doesn't seem to be too enticing for her right away in the immediate future i mean what are you what are you interested in <laughs> what would convince you because i would think that <laughs> That purely like more time to do your actual job would be all the reason anybody needs. Going to Mavic's Isle of Indulgence is hardly a vacation for me. My interests are more in the intellectual areas of pursuit, like this lab. Besides, if I were to turn and walk away from Akiri, he would no doubt have me disposed of. It's not a job that you simply leave. And as far as covering up indiscretions go, his are not the worst, though they are base. Yes, they are base. Simply offering to keep my job but in a different location is only a minor enticement. But a question for you, Aranis. Why are you doing this for him? I have my reasons. Such as? I don't actually know that they're worth sharing unless uh unless you agree <laughs> ooh I mean, that's mm, ooh that's a that's a little that's a little bait on a hook out there mm, that's, temp that's a little tempting morsel <laughs> also you wouldn't believe me if i told you <laughs> just adding an extra worm to the hook <laughs> that's all i'm doing you'd be surprised the things i'd believe Hmm. She's very curious right now. Hmm. How about this, Aranis? You tell me what's in it for you, and and I won't tell Akiri about this conversation right now. 
and we can continue to pursue this line of talk. Because while I am interested, I'm not so interested that I'm going to walk into this blindly. Here's my problem. I'm getting your your word that if I tell you what I want, you won't tell Akiri and we can keep talking at some unknown later date. When you've already told me, like, your interest level is meh at best. It doesn't change my situation greatly. It moves me from Akiri's side to Mavic's side, but that's that's very lateral thinking. Except that, except I'm not sure that that's true. Because if Mavic is going up, and I, according to Mavic, Akiri <laughs> is clearly going down, right? However slowly. Wouldn't it make sense to hop the escalator to the other side and go back mm. up? Okay, Aranis. Roll persuasion. <laughs> 31. Okay. Back in the hall, Ikiri has already finished off his first glass of wine, and he's starting on a second. As he pours it, he will motion to Darwin, Vale, and Iolana, disguised as Kara, offering you some as well. Would anybody care to accept his offer? Iolana will... <clears throat> It doesn't even really react beyond just like holding out a like no thank you hand. And Vale, with their one good arm, takes a glass. <laughs> oh, okay. And Akira says, thank you for joining me in a drink. It's always nice to have company. <sighs> and then he looks at the three of you. And as he takes his sip from his second glass, you've all known Aranus for quite some time. How do I convince him? to stay here and play music for me or at the very least to go through with this scheme of Mr. Sangal's. Vale will speak up and very briefly and simply say I don't know this current version of Arnus and take a sip. Current version? Wait, hmm. Are you saying there are multiple Arnuses? I'm saying people change over time and it's been a really long time since I've seen Arnus. This Arnus is different from the Arnus I knew the last time I saw him. What about you then, Darvin? You've been closer to his side more recently. Um, I think Arnus does what Arnus wants to do. Mm-hmm. And how do I guide him in the right way? What would entice him? Um, I, I'm not sure I would tell you if I knew. Hmm. I could offer you... Anything you wish in return. We could find something to do about that leg of yours. As he looks down at the ghostly leg around the sword. Could see to it that your father lives in comfort for the rest of his days. Well, that is tempting. But you're still basically asking me to betray him. I wouldn't want Arnus here against his will. Just need your help persuading him is all. I'm not the best at persuasion. <laughs> hmm. Then what about you, Darwin, Vale, Kara? What would it take to keep you here? Surely you've seen the rest of the... Well, surely you've seen what things are like back in Capris. I can assure you it's no better elsewhere. You could be very comfortable here. As your companion, you mean? Or as someone's? As my guests. Why do you want us here as your guests? 
Hey, Darwin, roll some persuasion. <laughs> oh, that's going to go well. <laughs> 13. Well, it seems like from what I know, Arnis doesn't travel alone. And if you were to choose to stay here, it would be easier for him to make the choice to stay here. I see. Mm-hmm. I would probably not. <laughs> hmm. That is a shame. And he takes another long sip of his wine. And he just looks at the three of you. Swirls it around a little bit. So back inside. Arnis with Mr. Sengal. Hmm. Arnis, if I were to go through with this, what would we do about Akiri? No one would be safe if... Not no one. I certainly wouldn't be safe if I left his side. He gets very attached, as I'm sure you've noticed. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I thought that that would have been actually the most obvious part. We run away and hide? No, because you're right. He does get attached and he gets fixated and doesn't let things go. There's only one way to get away from someone like that. Hmm. Are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting, Arnis? Depends. What exactly do you think I'm suggesting? Well, it sure sounds to me like you want me to dispose of Ikiri. As I said, there's only one way to get rid of a person like that. Of a normal person like that, maybe. I don't think you quite know Akiri very well, do you? I know he creeps me the hell out. And yet here you are, in yeah. his employ. Because he scares the shit out of me. Well, then why don't you handle it? It's an option. <laughs> I feel as though I might be a bit outmatched. You, however. If I were to do it, then how could Mavic ever trust me? He would never feel safe. If you take out Ikiri, you would, in fact, be following Mavic's orders. And the bomb. I like it. I like it. Hmm. We seem to be there. So. Is that so? <laughs> Is that so? If you agree to be his companion, yes. So Mavic told you himself that he wants. Me at his side, or he just wants Akiri gone? Both. Hmm. And how do I know that what you're saying is true? How do I know that if I were to do this, that I wouldn't be the next target? I have a letter from Mavic, and I, I hold it up. I don't hold it out for her, because I'm not holding it out to her until she agrees. And in fact, until she agrees in the deed is done? No, no, just until she agrees. But I have a letter from Mavic. May I see it? <laughs> Not unless you agree. I'll happily show you the right. signature, though. I, like, unfold it a oh, little right. bit and be like, see? Huh? Mavic. Okay, that does help. That does help. At least now she can see that it actually came from him and it's not just a folded up piece of paper. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be a big lie. <laughs> 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 but yeah. Hmm. Show the signature. I'm not going to show her the content, but... Hmm. All right, Arnis. Let's do one final persuasion roll. Oh, God. Here's where it all goes south, guys. It's not as good as previously. Still, however, is a 21. That's still quite good. Well, even if Mavic can promise me more fulfilling duties, 
It doesn't mean I can just turn my back on the ones I have now. Companions serve their members for life on one side or the other. If this is something that you're sincere in, then you can take care of the Ikiri side of things. But I would warn you that it's not going to be as easy as it seems. Okay, first off, did you miss the part where I said I'm pretty sure that I'm woefully outmatched when it comes to the whole Ikiri thing? But you're not alone. Well, you wouldn't be alone either. How so? He's literally standing right outside the door with all of my companions. (sighs) Sorry, I thought you were asking her to do this solo this whole time. The implication was sort of there. I was hoping that she would do that, but clearly she's like being wussy about it. So no. (laughs) Hmm. So like, if you decide to do that, like we'd help you. Hmm. If you need help, though, you seem very capable to me. Without, if you could do this on your own, without me, you and your friends, I could make sure that nobody else here knows it was you. Unless you want to paint yourself a target with everyone else on the island. (sighs) While we are secluded here, we are not completely alone. There are other eyes. Right. Before I agree to that, tell me what it is that I don't know about him that you seem to think I should. Well, for starters, he's far older than he looks. I gathered. By, near as I can tell... Hundreds, if not thousands of years. Second, I have seen people run him through with swords before. He recovered. His informal title of ageless is not unearned. So you should decide for yourself if that's more advantageous than the path you have in front of you now. Whatever Mavic's offering you, I hope is worth it. Because right now you could... Stay with Akiri. Live in comfort. Or you could you could give me that loot of yours and we can we can have a very interesting experiment here. No and no. <laughs> Here's the thing. I uh out of character. Has Mavic actually offered us anything? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's all here in the letter. Come. First of all, yeah, however much money you want to ask for. A home on the Isle of Indulgence up north with unlimited access to all the luxuries and amenities that we offer, which is, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of physical delights, if I'm remembering correctly, um, and passage on any of his ships and then other assistance as maybe he can offer So a lot. Okay, so first, whatever Mavic has offered us is it's not really on the table for debate here or up for discussion. Second, what I'm hearing from you is that Kiri basically can't be killed. I've seen people try and I've seen it not work out. I don't know how far that extends. Okay. Well, well then what makes you think we'll have any more success than you would? Because... Between you and your friends, you have more tools at your disposal. I look suspiciously around the room. Like, you... Oh, I'm sorry, I thought this was a time-sensitive matter. Well, I mean, you have a whole damn magic lab. You ain't got nothing in here that would help? (laughs) What I'm working on now was not aimed towards those ends. Well, 
you haven't ever worked on anything that that would be that would be aimed at killing an unkillable person like surely you've run into people that seem unkillable before oh no they were all quite killable <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay all right here's the deal i tried doing this the nice way clearly I was too nice because now you're trying to convince me to do something that I was tr- trying to convince you to do. So the other part of all this, besides the like getting you to switch allegiances and, and all of that hunky dory, you don't have to put up with Akiri's bullshit anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. The part that's not at the end of that sentence is, Oh yeah. And you get to live. <laughs> Roll intimidation. 26. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I rolled a 19. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, Arnis, if this is what you truly want, to help Mavic, I won't stand in your way. <laughs> do, you, do you think that because I don't have your status, I can only have one motive for doing something? No. Because this is only half about that. I don't want to get into a fight with you. Your friends are right out there, and I doubt that more help could get here in time. I don't want to get in a fight with you either. I'm just telling you how it is. I'm I'm very much aware that this information is unsafe to have, and you have made that point very clear. So I won't stand in your way. I've told you, I can shield you from consequences if you do this. But if I help, then I will also be guilty. Can you protect me from the other people here? I don't think so. No, but couldn't you couldn't you just by declaring your allegiance to Mavic and saying you were acting under his orders clear the entire thing up? Um, or am I really confused about something? If I were to do that, not only would my life be in danger, but so would Mavic's. People in this organization have been known to target one another in the past, but they have to keep it a secret, or at least have plausible deniability. There are rules here, and open rebellion is not one of them. So what you're telling me is that this thing that he asked us to ask you to do is so far against the rules that he shouldn't have even asked us to ask you to do it. No, no, no. Then I'm confused. It's against the rules to do it openly. If other members were to know about it, there would be trouble. But if there's deniability, then there's no accountability. Do you understand that part? Yeah. Okay, then. I have no idea where to go from here. That's fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It comes down to... I mean, if you're going to make this decision right here, right now, you don't have your friends with you. You've only got M and Cade. If you want to make this decision right now, do you want to have Mr. Sengal's protection or not? Her protection so far as like other people on the island won't know about it. Or are you going to go and bring Darwin, Vale, Ilana into this discussion and um, just leave this whole situation very tense between you and Mr. Sengal? She's not against helping. She sees the upside in what you're saying, but she has to protect herself. And if she were to become Mavic's companion, she would also have to protect him. And that includes protecting him from consequences of this action. 
Or if you're not going to go through with it, she can just be like, hey, nothing happened in there. Everything's good. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to Darwin and Vale and Elon because I can't. I can't do this by myself. I. It's so fucking complicated. I can't. I can't do it alone anymore. Okay. Mr. Singal sees that you're not ready to make this decision. I can keep this quiet for now. I understand you would need help in carrying out this task. And they should probably be willing participants. They should know what they're getting into. So we can just pretend this conversation didn't happen. We can get Akiri back in here and we can get back to work on this wonderful new magic here. First off, thank you. Yes, I do need to talk to those, to my, my people. Second, how does that work exactly? The new magic thing. Well, it's designed to take a soul and implant it into this body, which we would then have to give form. I, we could give it form first. <sighs> if Akiri knew what she looked like, or if she knows what she looks like, we could give it form and then we could put her in. That's how it's designed to work. It hasn't been done before, but that's how it's that's how I've designed it to work, yes. Hmm. Interesting. How do you get the soul out of the thing? Um, I mean, magic. Um, <laughs> magic. Well, I mean, obviously magic, but like, how do you do it? It's quite complex. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Sorry. Say, so, yo, how does magic work? It's magic. Magic. <laughs> well, I don't want to tell her why I'm asking. <laughs> no, I know. I know. <laughs> Like, is this going to break my brain if I do? Well, there's a lot of preparations that need to be made, but the final step, of course, would be putting your loot in there to draw the soul from one to the other. Oh. But giving it form, giving the body form, is pretty necessary if you don't want it to just fall apart. Hopefully, the soul will be able to tell the body what to do and how to shape itself. But... We could always intercede and put a form in place first. Hmm. Hmm. So you have to put the loot in there, huh? Huh. Yes. What happens if you put, like, a living thing in there? Like a plant? No, like a human. Like a a person, not a human. Like a a, a person, (laughs) a being with, like, consciousness of its own. That already has a body? Yes. I'm not sure. They may just move to the other body. Or they could be ripped apart. Hmm. Cool. Again, not the intended design here. No, just asking. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, uh, I, uh, on that really super awkward note, I go talk to my people. Okay. Mr. Sengal goes back to the door and opens it. She nods to Akiri to indicate that the discussion is over, and she motions for everybody to come back inside. Yeah, Yovan and Vale going. Sure. And Akiri will bring up the rear. The two plant guards out in the hall will take the wine bottle, take the chair, and disperse. So, Aranus, I've had a thrilling discussion with your friends in the hall. (laughs) Do you have everything sorted out now? I think we're getting there. Are we ready to proceed? Oh, with like that whole thing? No. Mm-mm. You'd rather stay then. Mm-mm. <laughs> well, then what is it? What is it you would like to do, Aranus? 
I want to talk to Darwin and Vale and Kara alone now. (laughs) (laughs) Are you not ready to make a decision now then? Nope. How much time do you need? Mm, An hour at the least. (laughs) Then perhaps we should get you some accommodations. Okay. Well, I'm disappointed that we can't have this settled now, but an hour, I can wait. And then we all leave the room. Mr. Sengal will open the door, and she will lead the way towards some private accommodations on the north side of the castle. This castle is not a hotel. This castle is not meant to really have guests that aren't serving a purpose within the glamour. So as she opens the door and escorts you into this room, it has got a very heavy boudoir vibe. (laughs) There are lots of very drippy candles lit. There's some incense burning. There's a few lanterns covered with nice red shades. There are a couple of closets and there's a very lush bed and there are several chairs. There is no food in sight. Arnis takes one step into the room and goes, uh, are you, um, are you, are you sure we're allowed to be in here? If I say you're allowed to be in here, you're allowed to be in here. Um, we'll be back later. Okay. Hopefully you'll have a decision by then. Okay. Uh, Arnis is going to take a seat on the floor. <laughs> 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 Ikiri and Mr. Singal will leave the four of you in the sexiest bedroom you've ever been in. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B., and thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend. <laughs>